Good morning, church. This is the day the Lord has made. And continue rejoicing and be glad because the day ain't over yet. Praise God. It's an all-day praise. Praise God. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noontime. Praise him when the sun goes down. You know, it's been about, uh, let's see, I left uh, September 4th. This is uh, January 12th, so it's like 38 days since I've been back here in America. Is that title up there? Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know, Bruce, uh, the songs that were, the first song that came out, Bruce, was I Lay Me Down, I'm Not My Own. You know, and I just, uh, I, I called all the area funeral homes around here, and there's, there's Hertz's outside here right now, parked outside. If anyone, if anyone wants to die and lay their life down, they're outside right now, because that's the only way you can be entirely his. Anybody in here want to die? I don't see any hands up here. Anybody here want to die to self? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's the greatest death you're going to ever experience is dying to self. I haven't even opened up in prayer yet. Praise God. But you know, before I opened up in prayer, because this was the prayer, it was a prayer song that God gave me before I even left America to go to Kenya. He said, Mike, this is your theme song. This is the theme song, Mike. Every church you go into, I want you to sing this song. Because this song is a prayer in itself. And the name of the song is Touch Through Me. And it goes like this. Touch through me Holy Spirit Touch through me let my hands reach out to others, touch through me. There's a lonely soul somewhere needing just a friend to care tugs through me holy spirit tugs through me love through me holy spirit love through me I will be my brother's keeper, love through me. Hearts are bleeding deep inside, love can dry their weeping eyes. Love through me, Holy Spirit, love through me. Flow through me, Holy Spirit, flow through me. 
like a river in the desert flow through me springing power and healing streams living water pure and clean flow through me holy spirit flow through me my hands will be your hands reaching out to others my lips will not be slothful lord to speak i will be that good samaritan to someone else's need i will be your house to dwell in live in me flow through me holy spirit love through me holy spirit touch through me holy spirit touch through me praise god praise god Praise God. Praise God. Oh, righteous Father, I humbly come before your throne of grace. In the name of my Lord and Master, Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, we're asking you to continue to flow through this service. Continue to open up every eye in here. Open up every heart, Lord. Let your word go out in supernatural boldness that someone will be changed today in an instant. And Lord, because you are in this room right now, the presence of the Holy Spirit is in here. That means that there's healing in the room right now. There's forgiveness in the room right now. There's resurrection power. There's redemption. There's all the attributes of you right here and right now, Lord. No one should walk out of here empty. No one should not walk out of here without being touched by you. So, Lord, continue to touch. Continue to speak. Continue to move as we live and move and have our being in you. Lord, I'm asking you right now to extinguish everything in here that's not of you any interruption lord i'm praying lord that for this for these next moments that we would forget about ourselves and concentrate on you so you can receive all glory all honor all praise because you are the only one who's worthy so lord i thank you in advance for what you've already done but more importantly 
what you get to do. And I lift this prayer up in the most precious above all names I can pray in. Jesus Christ, amen and amen. Church, you see the, you see the title there. Entirely his. I lay me down. I'm not my own. Because that's the disclaimer that's, that's being sent out right now. You are not your own. We've been bought with a price. And the, and the precious price of the blood of Jesus Christ. So if anybody in here has a deed to themselves, you might as well rip it up. Because it's, because it's a false piece of paper. I'm speaking about your right to yourselves. And that's, that is the last thing that goes before you're entirely his. Your right to yourself. We have no rights. Our rights have been bought on the cross of Jesus Christ. Which means what? Which means we are owned. We have an owner. His name is Jesus Christ. He paid a debt that he didn't owe. And we owe the debt that we couldn't pay. And the life that he gives us right now, you know what? I'm talking about, I'm talking about the breathing, the breath you have right now, the breath of life that the Lord Jesus Christ gave us the breath through the night. Because there's many people that lay down at night and didn't wake up this morning. They didn't wake up. They went to bed, but they didn't wake up. And God is saying right now, he is, I am the breath of life. No breath, no life. And apart from Jesus Christ, there is no life. Now I'm moving forward. That word, entirely. Entirely. It means fully and completely. Not partially. Not almost. Like I ate the entire piece of cake. I ate the entire cake. There was nothing left. There's nothing left. I ate it all entirely. And God is saying right now, is there anything left of you? I mean, are you or are you not? Because this is the warning that God gave me to go over to Kenya with. So I guess he must have sent me over there for the message to bring the message back here. Among other things. Among other things. Someone told me, you know, uh, uh, don't, don't, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just, no, don't, just take the message. Praise God. Entirely. Fully and completely. See, I go a little deeper because, uh, because I'm addicted to more. Yeah, I'm addicted to more. Yeah, you're looking at an addict here. Was, I was an addict, all right? And I, I, I went through every means necessary to get what I wanted to get at all costs. I went to any length. And I'm going, I'm taking that same tenacity that I was chasing those drugs with. I'm chasing the Holy Spirit right now. 
And guess what? It ain't costing me nothing. It's, it's free. I got money in my pocket today. Praise God. Praise God. Moving right along here. Completely, complete, free from deficiencies. Free from deficiencies. And I'll speak for myself. I'm deficient. You know? I'm de what am I deficient of? Uh, Lord, I need more of you. I need more of you, Lord. You know? Some of us have a chemical dependence, the chemical dependency. Well, I'm totally dependent upon the power of the Holy Spirit. I can't do nothing without him. And I thank God that he brought me to a place where, yeah, Mike, because what you got left, Mike, what you got left of you, Mike, I got nothing left of me. Absolutely, possibly nothing. He says, well, now, now you can have all of me. Now you can have all of me. And now I'm talking about, I'm talking about having nothing yet possessing everything. You know, I'm, I'm, I come in here, right, and like, hey, Mike, hey, Mike, you, wanna, you want one of those mics on your, uh, on your chest? You want one of those things in your ear, Mike? See, when I was over in Kenya, there was none of that. I'm talking about being taken out of your comfort zone. That's what I'm talking about. See, there was no overhead projection. There were no lights to be turned down, which you will see as I put, took some pictures here. You know, there was no carpet on the floor, none of that. There definitely were no cushioned seats. I'll tell you that right now. Talking about the comforts of home, you know. But what God does, He was removing, He's removing all your comforts. So the only thing you're left with is the comforter. Praise God. That's the only thing you're left with. Because at the end of the day, that's all. Listen, let me tell you something right now, church. Right? Everybody in here needs to be comforted. From something or someone or someplace. Hello. Come to the right place. Gathering around like people just like yourselves. Just like us. We need each other. Can't do this by myself. And God has a comfort. He has a rest for all of us. And, and you know what? There's a song that was sung here, Bruce. I ain't heard in a while. You know, it was like, Find rest, my soul, in Christ alone. Know his power in quietness and trust. Yeah, when the oceans rise and thunders roar, you know, I will soar with you above the storm. Because I'm going to tell you something, church. You ain't going to find rest and comfort in the world. It ain't out there. Okay? God says, I have a rest for you to enter into. And he has a rest for each one of us to enter into. And that rest can only be found in Jesus Christ. But there's many of us who want to be comforted, but we don't want to enter into that rest. Like God's going to say, well, what's, what's hindering you? Daddy says, come, I... Like a, unless we become like little children, we never enter, enter into the kingdom of God. Daddy says, I got a rest for you. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. So what's taking you so long to go back to daddy? You know, I'm serious. And God just says, you know what? 
Let, let, oh, let patience have its perfect work, that you may be entire, complete, lacking nothing. You know, and, and, he, and God says he makes all things beautiful in his time. Well, Lord, I want, you to, I want you to speed the time up. Lord, you turned the dial back 15 years on Hezekiah. You know, can you turn the dial ahead so we can, so we can move forward, Lord, into that rest you have for us? You know, I come back here and I see the, I see the, 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 the parking lot all paved. All paved, man. It looks nice. See a brand new sign, you know? In order for that driveway to be paved, they had to, they had to dig up. They had to dig up the old and put down the new. Uh, this is 2020, folks. God wants to do something new in everybody's life today. And it may require some digging up. It may require some resurfacing. And that sign, you know, I see that sign, right? And it's like I'm driving down, driving down the, the highway, and I, and I, I want to find a room where I can rest in. And I'm driving, and I, saw, I see all these signs that say, no vacancy, no occupancy, no occupancy, no occupancy. No, I'm, looking for, I'm, looking, for some, I'm want, looking for a place to occupy. And there's a whole lot of churches around here. I'm talking about the Bride of Christ. I ain't just talking about Cottage Hill Church. I'm talking about the Bride of Christ. There's a whole lot of churches around here. God is looking to occupy. Like that sign out there says occupancy. He wants to occupy. Not just this, this temple of praise that we're gathered together here. He wants to occupy the temple of the Holy Spirit that abides in us. You know, it's like when he first came, you know, it says like um, there was no room in the inn. There was no room in the inn. And the bridegroom is on his way right now. Is there any room in the end? Is there any occupancy for him to find and make, and make his home in you? Because I don't care what kind of house you live in, what kind of mansion you live in, what kind of mansion you're dreaming to live in. If you haven't made your home in Jesus Christ, you are homeless. You are homeless. Well, you ain't just the folks on the street that laying down with laying down on a piece of cardboard. There's folks with fancy cars and fancy homes and fine clothes and fancy food. And they're homeless because they haven't made their home in Jesus Christ. God is saying right now, come make your home in me. Come make your home in me. I haven't even got, I even got to the, you know, because this is, this is what happened a lot when I was over in Kenya. Because a lot of times I, I, couldn't even, I couldn't even finish the message, Pastor Ted. Because there's so much. The Bibles couldn't even contain the work that God did while he was in his ministry. There's no way this service here is going to contain the 90 days that, that I was entirely his. To be used. To reach out. Let my hands reach out and touch. Let my, my, my lips will not be slothful to speak, Lord. You know, I'm talking about a dwelling place, a temple. Let, 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 Lord, let your Holy Spirit reside in me. Praise God. Praise God. You know, when it says here, it says that the Lord, I will, I, I, I will give you all of me. And he says, Mike, I give you all of me, Mike. I'm yours and you, I'm yours and you're mine. See, the greatest title that you can have 
is to be his, is to be entirely his. Everybody wants a title. You know, want a name, a, a name before your name, you know? And God is saying, Mike, you're, Mike, you're mine. He told me, Mike, you're the, you're the richest man in the whole wide world. I said, oh, Lord, why is that, Lord? He says, because I, own, because I own everything, Mike, and you're mine. Wow. Praise God. Praise God. That one, that's what I'm talking about, about a oneness with Jesus Christ. And when you have a oneness with the Spirit of God, you have a oneness with the Father and the Son. The whole entire trinity you have oneness with. Wow, you talk about being surrounded. I'm surrounded by his love. It's, it's, it, you know what? You cannot, you cannot comprehend this in the natural. Because everybody wants to do things in the natural. You know, natural food, natural this, natural that. You ever go in the supermarket and see anything supernatural? You know? Looking for some supernatural chicken. You know, you got any of that? I mean, I'm just saying, folks, because that's what God is telling us right now. Because he says, his word says that nothing good dwelleth in the natural. And we're steadily trying to improve the natural. Trying to dress up the natural. You know, how do you, you know, how do you improve dirt? You don't. You don't improve dirt. Because he took dirt and made man. Man came from dirt. And he breathed on it. And that same breath that he breathed on the dirt is in us right now. Praise God. Praise God. And you know when he's talking about self-improvement? Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't do it. How you, matter of fact, how you doing with that? Because you're steadily improving. You're steadily improving. You're done. Let me ask you, are you done yet? You know? I'm just saying, church. So, yeah, this is, this is one thing I love about the Holy Spirit because, you know, I studied and God gave me what to say, but he's, he's always about change. He's always about change because I'm going to tell you something, church. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. Change me, oh God, and make me, make me a vessel ready for the master's use. And what God wants to do, what God wants to do, talk about a new year. See, he, he wants to pour new wine out. But you can't pour new wine in the old wineskins. You can't do that. See, in order for a new wineskin, a new wineskin requires a sacrifice. Somebody's got to die first or someone that took an animal. And sacrifice the animal so that something new can be poured in. In order to get new thinking in, you got to get old thinking out. That's the transformation that God wants to, is, is doing. Is doing. Because whether you cooperate or not, it doesn't change who he is. Because when I went, sent, when he sent me, as his messenger, one who was sent to proclaim, he reminded me, he says, Mike, I just want to tell you something. See, that's how the relationship, see, it became, it became master-servant, and then the relationship became father and son. See, in order that if you're a servant, then there's a requirement for you to have a master. 
And I ain't talking about a master's degree. I'm talking about who's in charge? Who's in charge? So is Lord? Lord, Lord means owner. Lord means owner. And God is saying right now, here's an opportune time for you to like, like make room for me. Make a, make a highway for our God. Why does he say gotta make, he, he makes crooked paths straight? Because our, because, our, because our paths are crooked. And when Pastor Ted was talking about God doesn't, it's not like he, he doesn't remember. He chooses not to remember. And 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 says, love keeps no record of wrongs. Love keeps no record of wrongs. You know, I, I, it's just like, you know, I, I remember what you did to me, but I'll never forget. That's us. That's us. I'll never forget what you did to me. And God is saying, um, you want to be made more like me, Mike? Well, you still got some work to do. And the Holy Spirit does that work. Like, Mike, when I lay me down, Mike, that's all of you. You got to lay all yourself down. Praise God. Uh, hey, Grant, can I, can I go to uh, Luke 14, 6, please? If any man, oh, I can read that. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sister, yea, in his own life, he cannot be my disciple. You know, I'm just saying, you want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Well, he says, his word says there are requirements. What's this saying? I'm telling you what they're saying to me. All right? What they're saying to me is that my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, will not be in competition for my love. So let me line things up here for you. Okay, there's mom, there's dad. There's my sisters and my brothers, and my uncle, nieces, nephews, all my friends, close friends, renter friends, wannabe friends, you know? What, what's up? What's going on here? And then at, the end, then at the end is me. So here I am. I'm in the race too, right? Because guess what, church, right? I love me. There was a time I didn't love me. Because all the drugs I was using, that was no way of loving me. I didn't love me. I didn't know what love was. See, I was looking for love in all the wrong people, all the wrong places, and all the wrong things. That's what I was looking for. But then I found, then I found real love. And I'm not, I, ain't, I ain't turning back, I ain't looking back. Praise God, I'm moving forward. So God is saying, like, listen, Mike, you see all those lovers you got? See, we got lovers. You know, we got lovers. We just don't have a love. We got lovers, you know? And God is saying, Mike, I'm not even going to be in that race with you. Because Pastor Ted was preaching last week about, Lord, it's the long, the song says, Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. He's saying all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. Well, what does all mean? It means exactly what it says it means. It means all. all God is saying it's all or nothing. That's the requirements to be a disciple. You know, you're like, well, well, Mike, uh, I'm just reading his word. 
That's his word. That's the, that's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth about the truth. And I know I can, I can almost like, like hear a pin drop in here. I should have brought a pin because I can hear a drop. Because when it comes to love, that's a very, very hard subject because there's the divorce rate, you know, and marriages are being, it's, it's like there's more divorce in the, in the church than there is in the carnal world, you know? I love you, but the love, you know, the, 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 the love I lost, would you lose it at? You know? Talk about, well, I, 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 love, I, I love my, you know, it's, it's a 50-50 relationship. You know, I'm, I, well, if you're, giving, if you're giving your wife 50%, where's the other 50 going to? God says it's, a hunt, it's all or nothing because he poured out every drop of his blood on, his, on the cross for us to be in this congregation here right now right waiting waiting for the bridegroom but also depending solely and wholly upon the spirit of god to continue doing the work in us lord this is how do you how'd you get there mike i continue continuing i continue continuing so god is saying here he says you know what you want you want to be a disciple and the disciple is someone who is taught by a teacher and not only that a disciple is one who follows there was a book, I think, I don't know what I think. Are you a fan or are you a follower? You know? And there ain't, uh, gee, this is just, see, there were many fans, like last Sunday, you know, just before Brady's loss, you know? How do you like him now? Now that he's not, you know, he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't play yesterday. You know what I'm saying? You know? But now you got to wait till next year. But Jesus Christ is the undefeated champion of the world. There's no, there's no rivals. There's no equals. There's no changing trophies. None of that. None of that. You know, you talk about king of kings. No, he, he is the king of kings and lord of lords. You know? Unmovable, unshaken. But the requirements that God is asking the church now, are you, are you, are you, are you my disciple? Can you be a disciple? Can you be taught? Do you have a teacher? Who's teaching you? Once you've been taught by the teacher, man, all you got, that's what I did. All I did was follow. He said, Mike, I've already, I've already paved the way. I've already made the way. I've already provided, Mike. All you got to do is walk. All you got to do is walk. You talk about walking in the ways of the Lord. All you can just walk. Why is, it, why is it so easy to walk in the ways of the Lord? Because you're entirely his. This is, this is Lord, this is your enterprise. You, you, you said you, 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 you saw this day before you formed me in the womb. You know, there was a calling on my life. No matter how many drug dealers I called, you still had a calling on my life. Praise God. Praise God. Okay. He still had a calling on me. Okay. Praise God. You know, you, know, you have no idea. You kind of wonder, how come Mary was at that tomb? Why was Mary at that tomb first thing in the morning? Well, you know why? Because she had been forgiven much. That's why she was there. She had been, she says, I tell you about a man who told me all about myself. And that same man that told Mary all about yourself, all about herself, is in the room right now. Yeah. He's in the room right now. 
Never mind, can you, can you hear that still small voice? Can you recognize his voice? Can you, can you recognize his presence in here right now? Can you reach out and touch him? How close is he to you right now? That's what I'm talking about. That's the record. Because you, I hope you recognize, you know, there's, he's, the bridegroom is coming. You know how you prepared for your wedding a year in advance? You know, you got you, know, you just wait till the marriage day and figure, well, who's bringing the food? Did we call the caterer? Oh, what time is everybody here? You didn't do any of that. You planned ahead. Because you don't want to look like a fool, number one. But most importantly, it's a, there's an order of doing things. And God is saying right now, are you aware that the bridegroom is coming? Are you preparing, are you preparing yourself to meet the bridegroom? Grant, we're going to go right over here, Grant. To, 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 uh, where are we going here, Grant? We're going to, we're going to Luke 9.23. Thank you. We're going to Luke 9.23. He said to them all, all of us right here, if any man or woman will come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow. You know, it's funny how, you know, we can deny every, everything, everything and everybody else, but the last thing we can deny is ourselves. Because when you refuse to deny yourself, it says that you still have a right to yourself. To deny my right to myself. Praise God. And God is saying here right now, again, a, rem a gentle reminder, just because I'm coming. I'm coming. I want you all to give. This is, this is grace. This is grace. Then I'm praying that your hearts and your ears are ready to receive what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now. Because there's a midnight hour he's coming in. And Grace, uh, Grant, I want to go right here, Grant, to Matthew 25. See, what happens is there's so much. There was a smorgasbord of opportunities. When I'm talking about opportunities, I talk about signs, wonders, and miracles that, that God reveals to those who are looking for them. So you talk about 90 days. I might need 90 Sundays to tell you what happened over there. You know? But the Holy Spirit is like, okay, we're gonna, we're just gonna, we're gonna do it in order, in a way that everyone can understand a little taste of this, a little taste of that, which is like a foretaste of His glory. This is just like a little appetizers. The main course is is the marriage supper. That's the main course, and it's already prepared. The dinner's dinner's ready, church. Dinner is already, is ready. It's ready. It's prepared. And we're just waiting for God to say, come, come up. Come on up and, and, and feast and join. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has prepared for those that love him. But see, you don't have to wait to get to heaven to see that. Because heaven came down to earth. And heaven's, heaven's here right now. We're, yeah, we're not just having church. We're, having, we're in heaven right now. Heaven's Because heaven's here. Heaven's here. Can you sense his presence? You know, can you just feel the stillness? Because he says, be still and know that I'm Lord. And it takes more strength to be, to be still than it does to move. 
be still and know. Praise God. Matthew 25. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins who took their lamps, went forth and meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise and five of them were foolish that they... Grant, am I going through one through ten or what? It's all good. If not, I'm going to, I got it right here. It's all good. Is it there? That they were foolish. Yeah, they took their lamps. They took no oil. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose, trimmed their lamps. The foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps, for our lamps are gone out. For the wise answer, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, guess what happened? The bridegroom came. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage. And the door was shut. So, you know, before I went to Kenya, see, Mike, you had to be ready. Prepared. That's what ready means. Ready means prepared at the moment. And in order to be prepared at the moment, you got to be prepared the moment before the moment. And in order to stay ready, you got to be prepared the moment after the moment. So it's the moment before, during, and after, which in the military, we call it a state of readiness. I'm in the army of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise God. It's the state of, are you, church, are you ready? Midnight, there's a midnight hour coming today. What's going to prevent, prevent him from coming? But the matter, the matter, the heart of the matter is the matter of your heart. Is your heart ready? Is your heart prepared? Because it says that there were 10, you know, virgins. And one thing about that, you know, the bridesmaids, they were all, they all looked the same. They all, they all were dressed the same. So you really didn't know who was full, who, who was empty, till the, till the bridegroom came, till the hour came. And I'm looking at it here because we are the bride of Christ. Hello. And I don't know who's full and who's empty in here. But God is saying, check your level. You know how you check your oil and your dipstick of your car? To make sure it's, you know, don't seize up on you. Because so, sometimes, that's, not sometimes, that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to seize you up. Talk about unmovable, can't operate, being inactive, you know, still. God says live and move. Some of us are like, we're seized up. From what? Uh, from fear, uh, insecurities, and doubts. You know, I, I, let, me, let, me, let me just say this, church, right? Because... There were so many messages that the Lord, the Lord, the Lord spoke. And his last message was like, unless you eat of my body and drink of my blood, you have no parts with me. And they, and they all left him. They all left him. And what did he say to them? Uh, is this message a little too tough for you? And, you know, there's, there's no locks on the doors here. I'm just saying. Praying the Holy Spirit. Well, that's why I, if, you, if you notice the seat belts in your seat, that's so you can buckle up because you're in, you're in for the ride of your life. You know? 
buckle up for safety because that's what the Holy Spirit wants you to do. It wants you to, to, to sit and it wants you to take in and it wants you to receive so you can move forward. Crippled. Paralyzed. Hello, in the church. In the church. Just like I was. Just like I was. Then this resurrection power came into me. And I, but the resurrection power only came. See, I want to tell you something, church. See, before the resurrection came the crucifixion. That's what came first. So if you want resurrection power, you got to crucify yourself first. You gotta, that's why he says take, pick up your cross daily and follow me. And that pick up your cross daily is what? Daily dying to self. It's daily dying. Because I can't die today to what I died to yesterday with because I can't win today's I can't win today's battle with yesterday's victory. It don't work like that. Lord says every day is a new day. New mercies and new compassions. New power. And the only place you can get this holy this holy this holy filling, right? They went out at midnight. There were no 24-hour stores back then. That oil, that oil only comes from above. It comes from God. He's the, he, you know, he got these, uh, these oil ministers, you know, over in the uh, OPEC nations, oil-producing, exporting countries. They think they're oil ministers. I know the minister of the oil. I need to tell them I know the minister of the oil because all the oil is his. Another false claim, you know? And not only, not only do they do it in the corporate world, we do it right here. We do it right here. Because I'm quite sure I'm looking at some, uh, some business managers, you know? And like, hey, hey, Mike, you look like you lost some weight. Yeah, I did. I did lose some weight. Why'd you lose some weight, Mike? Well, I, I went out of business. What do you mean you went out of business? I went out of business of minding everybody else's business. No stress, no worries. Not bad, Mike. Keep up the good work. Because that's what it is. Because Father, my dad, knows everything about everybody in here. See, I don't need to know about anybody. All I need to know is God. All I need to know is God. And that was, that was a, one of the hindrances in my life because so many hindrances, you know, wondering what people are going to think about me. You know, I was, a, I was a people pleaser. Anybody can identify with that? Being a people pleaser? You know, I'm talking over 40 years. You know, I did uh, decades being a people pleaser. But now, but now I'm a person pleaser. I went from a people pleaser to a person pleaser. And that person is Jesus Christ. Praise God. Praise God, church. You know, you're talking about, well, God says, I came to set you free and free indeed. Well, how free do you want to be? How free do you want to be? You know, entirely free? Partially free? Halfly free? I mean, I don't know what level of, I don't know what level of freeness you all want to be. That's, a, that's, that's between you and dad. But God wants to, he, that's what he came for. To be, not only be free, but free indeed. Praise God. Hey, Grant, we're going to go to, uh, where are we at here? Grant, we're going to go to uh, Luke, Luke 7. Luke 7, Grant. Thank you.
Luke 7 here. Praise God. Nineteen through twenty-three. Well, we'll work with that. Praise God. Yeah. So, Mike, uh, what happened over in Kenya? What did God do while you were there? He said, Mike, I want you to tell them what I did. And John, John was in prison because he told Herod, uh, you know, you can't, you, you can't marry your brother's wife. I'm going to tell you something, church. It cost him his life. Because he, he stood for the truth. And if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. And John called his calling unto his two disciples, sent them to Jesus, saying, uh, Are thou he that art thou he that, that should come? Or, or look we for another. And when, the, and when the men were come unto him, they said, John the Baptist has Said unto, said unto thee, saying, Art thou he that, that should come, or, or, or look we for another? In that same hour he cured, in that same hour he cured many of their infirmities and plagues and of evil spirits, and unto many that were blind he gave sight. Then Jesus answering said unto them, Go your way, and tell John, and tell Cottage Hill what things you have seen and heard. How that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised to the poor the gospel is preached. And blessed is he, whoever shall not be offended in me. Well, his, he did exactly what his word said, his word does. Because there was a lady who was in service, and I was bringing forth the word. She was sitting back here, and as I was preaching, her head went all the way back like that. No life. No life. And you talk about being ready in season, out of season. I went over to that lady and I laid my hands on her. And I said, Lord, the enemy is a liar. Your word says you will show yourself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are committed to you. Here's an opportunity right now to make your name great at Graceway. Speak life, Lord. You called Lazarus out of the you called Lazarus out of the grave. What can't you speak right now? And her eyes began to blink. And breath was restored. To God, all glory, all honor, and all praise belong to him. See, what happened was, church, see, just like the apostles, see, they, they, they were eyewitnesses. I, I, I had an eyewitness account. You just, you just can't make this up. You know, I was, an eye, I was an eyewitness to the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they're still, they're still talking about it. Well, wouldn't you? Because, because her daughter was there. Praise God. And the enemy wanted to just destroy any, everything that was going on in that service. But God said, not so. My name will be made great. 
and his and his his name is going to be made is going to be is going to be be made great at Cottage Hill Church because this is his church. This is his church. Praise God. And you know, for for John the Baptist, you know, Lord, are you are you really who you say you are? Uh, you are who you say you are. Uh, you, you do who you say you, what you say you do. You know, you just can't sing these songs up here, right? And God's saying, you know, can you, can you really, like the words come off the screen and into your heart and then live and move according to the power of God's word? Because what the Holy Spirit is saying, like, you know, this is his word, folks. He says, what you confess with your mouth and what you sing with your lips is so far away from your heart. It's a heart matter, church. You think dad don't know? See, because I was, you know, I'm, I'm taking everybody off the hook here right now. So that way nobody in here can say, oh, brother Mike's talking about me. Because I was a I was a great imitator. I acted as if, you know, got the clothes, you know, said all the Christian said all the, the Christianese things. You know. I was a let me just make it real simple for you, right? See, I was a dressed up garbage can for years. Inside a bunch of dead man's bones. Hey, Mike, can you tell us what it was like? What was your trip like? Well, let me tell you what my life was before the trip. You know, what did you have to do, Mike? For God, to, for you, for God to say, Mike's mine. He's all mine. Oh, man. I don't even think I took the suit off because every, dying daily was a casket. I just had to lay myself in every day. I had to go to my own funeral, a daily funeral, every day. To die to, to what you think about me. And to die to what I need to do to, to be a star, to be in your show, you know? Because I just wanted to fit in. I just wanted to belong to somebody, someone, you know? Praise God. And I cried out. I just, I just turned 64 years old, December 12th. Yeah, I don't believe it either. <laughs> I don't believe it either. Really? Are you really 64, Mike? It's a young 64. Praise God. You'd be surprised what happens to the body when you fall in love with Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a wonderful change in my life has been wrought. Praise God. Praise God. That's the, that's the change that happens. That's the Holy Spirit that comes in and what the Holy Spirit does because Jesus Christ is the Holy Spirit. And he says, when I send the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is going to testify of me. He's going to testify of me. 
So the, the, the more of the Holy Spirit you have, the, 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 more the, love of, the more the love of Jesus Christ you have. That's what the indwelling does. It, it just, you talk about, hmm, dr I'm, I'm, I'm drowning in his love. How do, you, how do you drown and still breathe? I said, Lord, there's a song. I think it's thinking by Don Moen, take me deeper in love with deeper in love with you. I said, Lord, take me deeper in love with you, Lord. He said, Mike, who asks who asks questions like that? Well, Lord, I'm running. Your love is, I need more of you, Lord. You told me your love is deeper than the oceans. He says, Okay. I'm going to take you under, Mike, and you'll never surface again. Praise God. Just like a baby in the womb. Is surrounded by that water in the mother's womb. I'm surrounded by the love of Jesus Christ. All that water around me, Bruce. Praise God. If there's anything that the Holy Spirit wants you to do right now, right? It wants you to, to fall in love with him. And the only way you can do that is to fall out of love with you. Your wife, let me just say this here right now, just, all right? My wife Heather's in the teacher's room there. And I tell her this anyways. Heather is the love in my life. Jesus Christ is the love of my life. She's in it. But see, God can take her out of it. But he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you no matter what. You know, and I see all the, I hear that the, you know, people, oh, he, he, she was the love of my life. And he was the love of my life. Okay, God's like, well, what about me? Where am I at? What, you shortchanging me? Yeah, Malachi. Yeah, you're robbing me. You're robbing me of, of tithes and offerings. The greatest offering you can offer God, church, is yourself. He don't need your money. All the gold and silver is his. He got a thousand cattle on every hill. That's what he got. Oh, I lay me down. I'm not my own. Well, when are you going to start acting like it? He's talking to me. When are you going to start talking like you? When are you going to start acting like you're not your own, Mike? You know, you got all these expectations of other people, places, and things, and, and you think you have a right to a right to what? He said, Mike, let it begin with you. Because it's personal. It's, it's personal. Those of us in here who have sons and daughters, they're not the same. They got different personalities, different DNAs. God knows when to, God knows how to search every, every one of our hearts out. You know, I knew already. This is when I said, you know, this is nothing unusual, unusual for me because it happened so many times over there. That's just how rich his word is. That's just how rich his word is. And when I left Kenya, I never said goodbye. I said to them, Bruce, to be continued. To be continued. So by the power of the Holy Spirit, right, that was not only in Kenya, it's everywhere. He's everywhere. If it's the will of my Father to have this continue, then Lord, let it continue and and, and your, you make all things beautiful in your time.
Like I said, there's no way possible. I haven't even begun. Are you kidding me? Um, hey, Grant, I want you to put up uh, the, 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 uh, the video, video one. I don't care which one it is, video one. There's three videos, but put a video one for me. Yes, I got you, Alex. Look at this, man. I got you. I got you right here, Alex, doing dishes, my friend. This is what I'm talking about. Praise God. Look at the miracle worker. This is a miracle that's working right now. My brother Alex, man. Look at you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Yo, I want you the whole thing here. <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yo. This is my brother Alex that I showed you last year that has elephantitis. And he was in a wheelchair and he couldn't walk. And every day that I was there, from he came like the first of November, and every day when he came, I prayed every day with him that God would give him supernatural strength that he would heal him. I told him the enemy gave you that wheelchair. That wheelchair doesn't belong to you. It doesn't belong to you, Alex. And you see what the lame walk. The lame walk. Grant, go to the next one, please. The circle of rainbow. The uh, rainbow. Okay. The circle of rainbow. You see it? I see. You see it up there? That's the circle rainbow. And you can't see this in. You can't see this in America. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. circle of rainbow only comes twice a year in, in, in December and March that's it look at that December and March. March yeah now that was another sign because we don't see rainbows like that over here in America we get the arch I ain't talking about McDonald's I'm talking about that rainbow. And what God showed me, he said, Mike, the rainbow that is circling the sun, the S-U-N. But, Mike, you have the S-O-N that is circling you, Mike. I'm sur he said, Mike, I'm surrounding you, Mike. I'm surrounding you. There's no fear. There's no worries. I'm talking about when you can I when you can identify the father telling you I got I got your son I got your daughter you have no fear whatsoever because I have perfect love and that perfect love casts out all fear. My prayer church is that these were not just words on the screen. Because 
he knows what you're holding on to. Not only what you're holding on to, he knows who you're holding on to. And he talks about withholding nothing. It's like I, I come before the Lord and I got, my, I got my fist balled up. What you got in your hand, Mike? I got nothing in my hand. Lord, why, you, why, is you all, why are you all fists all bolded up? And then some of us are like, we're like this. And what are you holding on to, Mike? I'm holding on to me. I'm holding on to me. You talk about let go and let God. And it's not an overnight thing, church. It's a process of surrender. And what happens in that process, when you, when you commit yourself to, to fully, you know, surrender, to be entirely his, what happens is the Holy Spirit just says, I'm going to work with you. And that, over time, it starts releasing. You start releasing that grip, that grip on you. Because he didn't hang on a cross like this. He hung on a, cro he hung on a cross. Arms wide open. Arms wide open. And that can only be done by the power of the Holy Spirit. Not no, not, not no film, not no testimony, not my going over to Kenya. It's the redemptive work of the Holy Spirit that does that. That's what changes. All right, just Father, I thank you so much. I thank you so much for your word, your word that you brought forth today, Lord, because your word is spirit and life. And, Lord, I, I pray, Lord, that those that were in this building, Lord, that, that you disturb the comfort and you comfort the disturbed. I pray, Lord, that everyone walk out of here different than, than when they walked in. I pray, Lord, for 2020 for, for, for an increase in surrendering. An increase, Lord, of, of letting go of, of self, Lord, and allowing you to be Lord over our entire life from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet and lord if you tarry if you tarry lord lord send down open up the heavens lord send down your glory send down your power send down lord your, your love that changes worlds that changes the world and lord we we have no problem taking anybody else's inventory let us take our own inventory, Lord, and see what level of surrender we're at. Have we entirely surrendered all to you so you can be all in our, all in all in our life? Lord, I thank you, and I lift this prayer up in the most precious above all names I can pray in. Jesus Christ, amen and amen.